going on everyone the bonus content for wrestlemania season has continued here on kicking out of twos we bring you a special wrestlemania sunday watch party where we're going to cover Shawn michaels and the undertaker from the 25th anniversary of wrestlemania i am your host dave rosenbluth joining me is an individual who was live and in living color as they would say at this event watching wrestling history unfold justin what's going on man glad to be here uh i know we talked about doing a, a, a number of uh, shows in the the march to wrestlemania and uh this was one of the options and this was one i was not gonna miss like i said to you i uh uh, once you once you brought this one to my attention, I wasn't gonna say no. I'll never say no to watching this match. Yeah, this is a regular on my WrestleMania Rolodex when it comes to you know matches that I have to watch heading into WrestleMania. I thought, why not do it in watch long form here on this show as part of a bonus bonus content for all you guys, great listeners that tune in each and every week to Kicking Out of Two. You can find all that bonus content over on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out of Two. You can also find it on our Twitter handle. Our handle is at Kicking Out Two. K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T and the number two archives are also available over at SoundCloud.com and the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network over on Podbean that we've launched earlier this weekend. Uh, we've got, you know, Marking Out the Days, Hulkamania is Dead, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, The Running with Tito and Beezy, and Kicking Out at Two, all part of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. You can find all those shows over there at Podbean under Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. We've even given you some bonus content from Marking Out the Days with Kobe Knight and myself. We covered WrestleMania 9 earlier this week. We did a WrestleMania Top 10 countdown we recapped nxt takeover we recapped the hall of fame gave you some quick picks for wrestlemania and right now here in kicking out of two we are doing Shawn michaels undertaker wrestlemania 25 and by the time this podcast drops wrestlemania sunday you justin you're going to be in the frigid cold air of uh you know east rutherford new jersey getting ready to enter the stadium for wrestlemania 35 Tell our listeners just a little bit about your experience the last time WrestleMania was at MetLife Stadium. Um, I know, I know you said before that you know it was cold, and I'm not going to disagree with that. I will say though it was seasonably warm or unseasonably warm for early April in New Jersey. Um, had the big, shadows of New York City, yes. as they like to say on yes. WWE TV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Skyline. In the for in the background there, um, but yeah, going into um, MetLife Stadium that year was cool because you know, as we've talked about previously, you know, an outdoor WrestleMania is just more special. You know, you have the 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 sights, the sounds, the smells that are a little more magnified outdoors, just because you know there isn't there isn't a roof containing it all in one place. It's just different, um, and we and. Prior to WrestleMania 29 in Metlife Stadium, we had been to a few uh, outdoor WrestleManias um, that kind of was able to deliver that those you know to those senses. But uh, what's, what obviously made this one different was you know the curiosity of what are they going to do in April in New Jersey? Uh, just the, the, the cold weather, you know, what's that going to play into it? How's that going to factor? Rain is one thing, but it could freaking snow for all we know. And, yep. many, and, and I'm the guy that'll tell you, please, I want it to snow. Yeah. I want to be at the WrestleMania yeah. where, it's, where it rained, where it snowed, yeah. where it avalanched. I want to be there. You know what I mean? And you're that um, guy. Yeah, I will always be that guy. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, the Frozen Tundra. Yep. You know what I mean? So to me, um, that 
kind of was part of the, the, the day, if you remember. Obviously, we, we were prepared for the weather, and we were tailgating that day. That was a fun time. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you get in, and just like any other sporting event, you're there. And you're, and you're, and you're, you're, uh, you're bearing the elements, which is probably the perfect way to put it, because yes, it was... Yeah. Uh, it was a long one, and I know we're get, we're heading into WrestleMania 35. You know, by the time we we uh, this drops, and um, it's going to be very interesting how that's going to play out, given the the marathon WrestleManias that have played out in the last few years that are going on. You know, kickoff show included six and seven hours long. Okay. Uh, those have happened in outdoor places like Orlando, and you know, even. You know, Dallas, Texas. By the time this recording drops, I think the first three matches have already taken place. Yeah, the right. Card. <laughs> right. The temperature is dropping at that time yeah. too. Um, but uh, so yeah. people's attention spans. Yeah, we've I've been to some outdoor WrestleManias and and in some of the longer ones, and they're a long, long show. But those were in nice places. Those were in nice climate weather. Yep. Orlando being the last one mainly, or it was a you know it was a beautiful spring night in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, no complaints on the weather. It was. It, it felt the same the minute I walked out of the stadium. The minute I walked in, you know, for the most part, it's going to be different here. So I think that's gonna, that's really the uh, the aspect of this that I'm uh, most paying attention to as I as I head down there for uh, for WrestleMania weekend number thirteen. There you go. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'll say this much. Uh, you know, I'm. I, I, I didn't really care for the weather, maybe because we were spoiled the year before in Miami. But, um, you know, it, being that it's the Northeast, anything could happen this time of year when it comes to the cold weather. Uh, you know, if it snows, it'll be, a, it'll be a cool visual to see. But I do not envy those that will have to sit <laughs> in that and watch it. But, you know, one person I do well, I, I do envy you that you were at this particular WrestleMania with this match, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, because I kind of talked about it on our Mania weekend. Memory show. I made it clear that we wouldn't talk about that match during that portion of our recording. Uh, talking about how I almost was supposed to be at this show, but I wasn't. And then after watching this match, I really kicked myself in the ass and was like, "Why didn't I go to this show?" Mm. Well, fortunately, I had you know some vehicle issues I had to attend to, and I had to sell my ticket. But um, let's get into it. Head on over to WWE Network right now okay log into your WWE network if you have not already and you're going to go to the collections portion of the WWE network and you're going to find the Shawn Michaels Mr. Wrestlemania collection you'll see um picture of Sean that 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 historic uh you know shot where he's got his arms raised in the air with the championship belt around his waist after he won the title from Bret Hart and you're going to find in that collection um that, that, that piece, you're going to find the match with The Undertaker. The title of it is called Challenging the Streak. It's from 2009 at the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. And I'll give you guys a little bit of a countdown. Uh, five, four, three, two, one, hit play. As we open this here, and, and if I'm if I remember correctly, I believe these segments were from that Mr. WrestleMania DVD uh, that Sean put out. So they kind of put the DVD that, yeah. like on this as a part of the collections, but like they split it up and yeah, broke so it up. They're kind of summarizing his last match before WrestleMania 25, being against um, Ric Flair. Ric Flair in the retirement match, which we talked about um, at length in um, our WrestleMania weekend memories. Um, so as you can see, Sean's a little animated about that experience. I know we all, it's highly publicized how uh, 
important Ric Flair has been to as a as an individual and as a professional, and you know what that moment meant to him, and um, it kind of was it kind of set the table in many ways. It was the beginnings of um, this kind of iconic status that Shawn Michaels would take on, which I think is fully uh, complemented or fully realized. Excuse me. Um, at WrestleMania 25. Uh, again, I think it starts here where he kind of accepts that torch. And uh, it's definitely, in my opinion, realized when he, uh, when he squares off with The Undertaker in Texas. Yeah, the um, and the, and the build-up to this match, you know, we, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, there you see Shawn Michaels super-kicking The Undertaker. Um, you know, we talked about the build-up to it with, um, you know, all the bells and whistles and the smoke and mirrors with Michaels being in the graveyard and, you know, Michaels getting the best of Undertaker on a number of occasions here. Another super kick you see there after, you know, a match Undertaker had on Raw. Um, and the story of Shawn Michaels and Undertaker meeting, which really kind of in some ways started at the 2007 Royal Rumble when the two of them had that match, that little mini match, I should say, at the end of that Rumble, resulting in Undertaker um, becoming victorious. And uh, oh, that's a pretty cool shot here. I, I thought one of my favorite parts of that entire build was like once the match became official, which was something we were dying for probably since, like you said, the 2007 Royal Rumble, uh, Sean was in the ring, and he was, of course, you know, who else would it be that would face The Undertaker but the man, Mr. WrestleMania, you know? And, you know, shortly within that promo on that Monday Night Raw that one night, there was a video package that played The Lights Went Out, you know, things got spooky. And Shawn Michaels has seen this song and dance before, but, the, you know, the gong hits and the lights go purple, and without having turned his back, Shawn Michaels knew The Undertaker was standing right behind him. He was just like... Hello, Undertaker. Yeah, and you're, I was, I got chills. I was yeah, like, yeah, that was pretty cool. That to me was like, that's perfect. Yeah, like, that was. Everybody's cool. scared of him. You know what I yep. mean? Man, not this guy. And you see here, this is, you know, you don't really realize until you get there, like what this all means in terms of like storyline. It makes sense, but you're like, what? It, like, the, just the grandeur of it kind of takes over the storyline. You're like, wow, he's being brought down from the sky. Yeah. You know, and obviously he's wearing the trench coat and hat from, you know, a few weeks prior, but um, this was like a different Shawn Michaels. Was, like, he had to put on a different war paint to uh, to, to, to tackle this this grave challenge. Um, so, yeah, this was, this was like, this was good versus evil in many ways, but in a more complicated way. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. Trench coat, hat off, heartbreak kid. Ready for battle. I will say, too, um, you know, I, obviously, I, this is someone, you know, watching this back afterwards, you know, having been there, which is something I always look forward to doing, especially when Blu-ray, you know, Blu-ray discs were a thing. Yeah. Um, the thing that I was marveled about was uh, the commentary by Jim Ross, and he very much sets the table for both of these guys in their entrances about who they are. What WrestleMania, you know, what WrestleMania is to them, their impact on the event, you know, how... You Some know, of their notable victories. Yeah, yeah, and I was very impressed with that because to a viewer, like, that's, that's, that's how you... That's part of why I, I think of how this match is the greatest of all time. Because, no, is, did they, did they do 90 million arm drags and fucking, you know... A million different spots. No, they, they, they told a story, and a story is built with characters. Yep. And there's no two characters probably in my lifetime that people are more invested in 
at least given the amount of exposure they've both had, are than Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Yeah, no, you're and absolutely, you're absolutely from correct. start to finish on their careers, they've seen more FaceTime to the audience than almost anybody. Um, so yeah. that's, what, that's why you're invested in this match. This match couldn't fail because that's how much you cared about these characters. Yep. Yeah, I just remember, uh, you know, you were there. I had people over the house and... Uh, I just remember, I remember saying to myself and to other people, I was like, this is like, like you said, this match couldn't fail. I was, I knew it wasn't going to fail. You know, like I had, I had high expectations for it and, you know, and spoiler alert, they exceeded that and then some mm -hmm. and even raised the bar. Um, but I just remember at this time, um, you know, when this, when, you know, the, the match was ready to begin, I was like, this is going to be something, this is going to be something special. And a lot of that was based off of the history that these two had with each other in the ring, that, that, that face off at that Royal Rumble a couple of years prior, who they are as performers, their longevity, what they've accomplished. And, and, you know, the, the, it, all the stars were aligned for yeah. everything to go perfect or near perfect in, in, the, in this match. Yeah, and I think it was a journey to get here too because like you said, you know, rewind back to Royal Rumble 2007 and we'd been given, you know, 10 plus minutes of these two guys as the final two competitors in that match and I think that's what really lit the, you know, put the, the you know, the, the idea bulb. Yep. You know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. the, the light switch really turned on for a lot of people like, oh my God, these guys should wrestle at WrestleMania and, and at the time, their storylines didn't really have that opportunity to happen, and everyone kind of had a general idea of where these guys were going and the parallels they were on. Yeah. So no one was clamoring for it right away, but like it was almost like a this has to happen soon before they these guys call it a career. Yep. So oh, yeah. Because you knew there, you knew that time was almost coming. Yeah, and then you know, you know, moved through those WrestleManias, and Undertaker worked with Batista, and then he worked with Edge at twenty four, and then Sean worked with Cena and Flair. So like, it almost felt like once. The Undertaker and Sean cleared those guys and kind of made work of them and put on good performances. It was like, all right, who else would you like? It, it, all roads led to each other at that point. Yep. And it was a long road even from that for that one year because you know Shawn Michaels is broke, working for JBL at one point. Oh, God, you know, I the Undertaker. I hated that. I hated. I liked that. it, but at the same time, it, to me, it was like planting seeds of doubt. Like, if this is who he's facing at WrestleMania, then I almost don't want to go to WrestleMania. Because he's got to face the Undertaker. Yeah. So they say, you know, they they, they tried to capitalize off the popularity of the wrestler with Mickey yeah. Mark, and they tried to almost in a way recreate their own version of that by doing that. And I just felt it was very contrived and forced, and you know, like I mean, even to the point where like, yeah, the payoff was was that you know Michaels got all his money, but like. Is he still broke, even though JBL paid him, or yeah. like is you know is, is all his debt gone away? You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I don't know. I just I thought it was silly, and like I'm glad that they 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 put that one to bed pretty quickly as the build up to this uh, continued. Yeah, like I said, it was, but he, like, again for that whole year leading up to 24 and 25, it was like with every week and every interaction that these guys had with not just each other but with other people, it was like to me it was like. Okay, that's cool, but how is this going to get Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in the ring? Yep. Like, I was almost possessed in myself just watching, like, where is this going to get me Shawn and The Undertaker? You know yeah. what I mean? Bottle it all up and throw it in a filter and tell me how it's going to get me Shawn and The Undertaker. And eventually, that's like, 
that was part of the journey to get here. And that's what I think is part of why this is such a magical match is because no matter how many times these guys face, despite the history you said, Dave, like these guys, you can watch them all day. Yep. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll watch these guys wrestle. If they put them on WrestleMania 35, great. I'm not, I'm not booing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so again, you know, this is, and again, JR is laying out the resume of the undertaker, which at, at WrestleMania 25 is, is impeccable, you know, not a blemish on it. Yeah. Um, again, you're talking about Mr. WrestleMania versus the streak. Um, I mean, two cornerstones of WrestleMania that helped, um, you know, solidify the brand moving forward in later years now are finally meeting. Yeah. Especially like in this, what I said to you, you know, in the, the weekend memories event or, you know, episode, the stadium era, a big drawing card, were these two guys in their own matches? Shawn Michaels can you know putting on a, a classic performance, and The Undertaker defending his streak. Well, I go back to pretty much title matches. I go back to you know the the year prior in Orlando when we were you know at WrestleMania 24, and the the announcement came up on the on the big screen, and it said you know WrestleMania was coming to Houston, and I don't know if it was you or if it was me, but one of us texted the other and said. Sean and Taker next year. It's got to right, happen yeah. or something like yeah. that. Or it's definitely going to happen. Of course. And, uh, like, if it, like, it would be, like, malpractice if it didn't. Yeah, right. Like, Texas, yeah. 25 years, Sean and The Undertaker, you know, they've beat everybody there is to beat. They've done it all. They're in this new, they're in this legendary status of their careers. Who else are they going to face? Yeah. And, you know, we're going to get squared off in this thing. And, um, you know, it just... From here, this is where it all starts. I mean, the bell rings, and let's go. This is this is it. This is you know the the, the fantasy matchup of all fantasy matchups. You know, and you got to think. You got to remember too. Like, you know, these guys have wrestled before, and they never wrestled a bad, bad match. You know what I mean? And their the psychology of a guy like the Undertaker, as big and as imposing as he is, and a guy like Shawn Michaels, who's just gonna, you know, you know, you know, hit and dodge and and yeah. and. and, and and move and fly, you know, it was perfect. You know what I mean? You could look at this, you can look at the two in the frame and say, like, wow, like, who's going to beat who? And I could see Shawn Michaels winning because of X, Y, and Z, but I could definitely see The Undertaker winning because of, you know, A, B, and C, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the other the other draw for me with this, not only was it, you know, Mr. WrestleMania versus The Shriek, but, you know, for wrestling historians like myself, you know, these two had three pay-per-view matches um, against, against each other in 1997 and 98 with, you know, Ground Zero, then the, the very first Hell in the Cell, and then the casket match at the 1998 Royal Rumble. Yep. But they never danced at WrestleMania. Yes. And that exactly. was the other big... That was the huge appeal. Yeah, that was the big appeal for me was like, they're going to do it at Mania and... Like, you know, oh, yeah, I can't wait. Here we go. Crouch shop there. You know, the defiant little fucker, you know what I mean, that Shawn Michaels was, even at that time in his life, always till the end, you know? Um, but I just I just feel, I feel like that um, with these guys, they they just they just don't know how to have a bad match with each other. They're, just, they're, they're the perfect blend. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want two people that are exactly alike. And these yeah. two are the exact opposite and make it way better. Oh, yeah. For sure. Right hand. Undertaker. Puts him down. Yeah, and I think um, this, 
I, I like there's so many parts of this match that um, you know even as a smart fan back then I was always like I always thought you know it, it didn't matter to me who won that's the thing I wasn't rooting for anyone oh yeah right but as a smart fan I knew all right the Undertaker's probably going to win this match his streak is important. Um, Shawn Michaels, what's important is that he puts on a good match, and that's yeah, what we're going to get. That's the victory. Lose. That's the victory. So we're going to get the best of both worlds. Yep. So to me, what may, part of the main reason that this match is good, as I say, I believe it is, is because despite being 100% positive The Undertaker was leaving WrestleMania with his streak intact, there are moments in this match, multiple moments, that make you even for the slightest second, believe otherwise. The fact, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you talk about, you know, certain real moments that people, you know, produce in wrestling and how the best moments are when you can get an audience of smart fans to go, oh, well, I know all that is part of the show, but that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. To me, this is a great example of that in the sense that, well, I know all this was supposed to happen, they got you to suspend your disbelief yes. for just a moment. I believed yeah. it. I not. I believe it could yeah. happen. Not yep. that it would, but that it possibly could. And that was the genius of why this match was as great as I. I believe it is. Is that it's even for the slightest moment, multiple times you could really believe, and we'll. I'll go through them as they happen. You could. You're. You're, you're sitting there going, "Oh my God, they're really going to end the Undertaker streak with Shawn Michaels as the winner." Yeah. Like, and to me, I'm in my head, I'm like, well, what's going to happen after that? Like, you just kind of, the emotions you put yourself through to get yourself there um, is part of the journey, too. Again, like, oh, my God, like, this is something they're really going to do. Or could they do it? Or it, it's, it's a roller coaster, to say the least. I want to touch on the commentary a little bit here, um, because you, uh, you, you mentioned it earlier as being a big part of why this match is, is so great. Um, you know, this was... This was probably the last time, in my opinion, that the commentary was tremendous all around for the whole show at a WrestleMania. Um, and that's no disrespect to Michael Cole. I like Michael Cole, but, you know, I thought Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, and Jim Ross for this show was like they each had something that they brought and it all just worked you know, at, at the same time at the table because you never really saw the three of them together. Yeah. Um, and being a, a big event like this and how established Michael Cole was as a commentator and, you know, Jim Ross, um, Jerry Lawler, of course, being, you know, the, the, the seasoned vets out of the, the, the three in the booth. Um, it, it just, I don't know, I felt like everything was... Everything was in sync. It was on par in the commentary. It didn't feel like the three of them were um, talking over each other or, you know, it was crowded. Like, nowadays, unfortunately, I don't like to knock the current day product because I'm not like most people out there. But um, the booth can get crowded, and it can be very distracting at times. Um, this was probably the last WrestleMania where you had some really good commentary throughout the course of the, the, the evening because the following year... It was Cole Lawler and Matt Stryker, oh. and that was, you know, especially some of Stryker's reactions. It was, you could have picked any one of us fans to, to, to sit in the booth with the other two in place of Stryker, and it would have sounded the same. We'd just be marking out just like him. Yeah, so. but I think in many ways, like, Stryker's 
biggest fault was like he just doesn't he just didn't know when to shut the fuck up like yeah. he had to get I mean? all his shit in yeah like you, you gotta let things breathe a little yep. you know what i mean just let it let yeah. it let it we know what we're watching you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's wrestling it's 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 Shawn michaels and the undertaker you know what i mean like it's it's important we know yeah like, relax just let us let us take it in ourselves I just thought overall the commentary for this show was just top-notch. Uh, with the I, three of them, like yeah. it was the, it's the last great time where like you really had some good commentary to WrestleMania because you know a few years after this it was just kind of like yeah. Yeah, I would say I would say I would get, I would I would agree with you. A lot of the commentary, it's the he's not he's not slapping it for fun there. Yeah, that's a, it, he putting circulation <laughs> back in that leg there. Yeah. Uh, he um, not, not hitting it for good luck. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, this you know the you don't see a lot of matches anymore that really are um, I don't want to say carried or complemented equally with great commentary. And I think this is probably around the time where that was the, the end of that was around here, um, and they definitely complemented this match uh, very well with their commentary. And I think the history of the of the of the guys on the desk with these performers as well, and having been so much the soundtrack of their careers. It made sense that, that they called the match. Of yeah. course, yeah. I mean, come on. You're gonna like how awful would this match have sounded? No disrespect, but how awful would this match have sounded if fucking Corey Graves was on it or Taz yeah. or something like? Ugh. Leg drop by the Undertaker over yeah. here. Yeah, it's gonna give him the goozle now. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Look at that tomato in the front row over there, Colt. <laughs> like for real. Like, but um, Jr. That was a rocket buster. <laughs> And I, I feel like too a lot of this, the like the thread in this match is just like Shawn Michaels is like on the defensive, you know he he knows he's got to you know he's got to pick his spots and be very calculated, and it's the Undertaker just kind of going about doing what he does, you know he threw the snake eyes in there. Business as usual for Undertaker. Yeah, he, you know he knows what he's doing, and he's got his 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 method, and it's worked for him. It can't go wrong, right? And, you know, the defiance of Shawn Michaels plays into, like, he's making The Undertaker fight for every inch of this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's part of who Shawn Michaels' character is. Yeah. You know, Undertaker, Snake Eyes, uh, you know, old school, um, you know, just the, the striking, you know, combinations, all the stuff we, you know, vintage Undertaker. Yeah. Um, but there's, there, it's challenging it every which way. Um, and I think that's how they could... That's 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 why Shawn Michaels is as great as he is, is because he could take a guy that big and challenge his offense and make him fight for it, and it makes Shawn Michaels look like a million bucks. Oh yeah. And at the same time, it makes that it doesn't make that big man look weak. Oh still, no, not that at all. That big man still puts in good work, still hits a, a big move, and it, it it makes everybody look better. And it's that's the brilliance of wrestling, and that's the brilliance of why you know why this part of why this match is. is so great. I, I, I sound so repetitive at this point, but that's that's the, the God's honest truth. Now, can you recall um, some of your early memories watching this in the arena at the at the at this moment in time? Can you can you recall? You know, um, to the best of my recollection, yeah. it was very. Uh, Given it was very early, but like everything was like kind of like when you're watching like a boxing match, you know, and and 
you're just waiting for that big, you know, when you watch a boxing match and you're waiting for that first hit to hit the first fighter. That turning point where when things And the crowd's like, oh, like yeah. someone finally landed a big hit. And usually that first boxer's like, oh shit, I got punched in the face, right? Well, that's kind of what you're waiting for here. Okay. In a lot of these aspects because, you, hadn't, you know, you hadn't seen... You hadn't seen in the last ride. You hadn't seen a sweet chin music, you know, anything, anything like that. You just, you, these guys are just, or they're picking each other apart. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, like I said, Shawn Michaels is, is making The Undertaker work for all of his, all to get all of his shit in. And um, that's the character of Shawn Michaels. So you're almost waiting for that part. If, as I remember, where like The Undertaker is going to really like, you know, make me out of, you know, you know, minced me out of Shawn Michaels uh-huh. and where that's going to go next. Cause that's going to kind of be the next level of the, of the match, you know, Yep. at that point. Um, so that's kind of how it felt. And I think we're getting into that aspect of the match now. Um, dead man up. Right. And even then it's just like, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do. And it's Shawn Michaels just, you know, thinking at the moment that, in that moment there, it was like Sean, ha- you know, believing he had control. All right, now it's time for me to get my shit in. Yep. Goes up to do his elbow drop, but that's when The Undertaker kind of, nope, nope, I, I, it's my turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those little things, I think, are, are part of, like, the back and forth aspect, is that they just made each other, they just made each other work for it. Yeah. And again, Hell's Gate, so that was something that you were like, okay, you know, what's going to happen with that? But again, very quickly, Sean you know, was able to break it. And it was a year prior when Undertaker wrestled Edge in the main event at WrestleMania 24. He beat him with the Hell's Gate. Right. So that's that's a big time move. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not just a transition move anymore. It's one of the... It's, right. You know, it's, it's a finisher. But yeah, this, this match moved at a good pace too. It never felt like you were like, okay, come on. Let's go. Yeah. Like, you knew you were in for a long one. You know what I mean? Like... It just it just moved at the right pace. You know um, how you know how nowadays it's, you you kind of hear it with like NXT, but even like in some of like you know the Ring of Honor matches and, and and things like that where they you know do the whole fight forever chant. You know when the, when the guys you hear a lot in NXT. Yeah. Um, at, the, at the especially at those takeover events, you know, fight forever. Um, you know that chant wasn't prevalent during this time period, but I'm glad it was. But <laughs> that's how I felt with this match. Um, to the point where, you know, I I felt this match was so good that even though I wanted to see a rematch, I was afraid that it wasn't going to live up to the expectations of this match. Um, and, and that's why I was hesitant. As much as I wanted to see it, I was still hesitant that, you know, eventually that they would do it. And they did, and don't get me wrong, the, 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 the one the following year when Michaels retired... Um, was good, and it was good in its own right, but it doesn't hold a candle to this. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even suggest that it does. I, the line that I remember here, you know, it's not here. Um, this is an interesting spot too. But yeah, and they reference he, and this also makes that commentary. He references that oh. that slip. So obviously, the Undertaker countered that, moved out of the way, and, and Michaels hits the floor. Jr. references that. That little slip as as Michaels climbed to the top turnbuckle, he he kind of slips one of his feet on the way up, yeah. and references that as the possible error in giving the Undertaker that last second extra moment to yeah. come to and move away. 
Stuff like that is just like... It's brilliant. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're watching something that matters. I loved how, like, you know, a lot of guys, and may, I don't know if it's experience or, or whatever the case, but um, a lot of guys in a situation like that where Undertaker was, um, they would, you know, be there to, to take the fall, so to speak, for the guy that does the move like Michaels just did over there. Undertaker like, was totally, like, the smartest wrestler ever in that moment. And he literally just moved it out of the way and swatted him. Like, yeah. you didn't see that, you know? Like, <laughs> it's funny how, like, you know, it's moments, little things like that that get me. It's like, well, why hadn't someone done that years ago? Yeah, that's the thing. You don't see wrestlers falling from the top rope out to the mat like that and hitting the mat hard without well, speaking getting of that, someone broken coming up right here. Oh, oh. Yeah, and this, to me, was like... Wow, this was when I knew we were like, okay, this is this is something big, and like, I thought this match was legitimately over the way he landed on his head. It was, um, and poor Jimmy Snuka's kid gets all the blame for this, and I don't think he deserves all the blame. If you look at the, they're going to show the replay a few times, but I feel like Michaels. Michaels didn't push him up further enough for him to catch him, and he also got the camera in his hands, too, that he's got to try and get that down while at the same time trying to catch Undertaker. And I felt like Michaels kind of prevented that by the way he was holding him. And you'll see in the replay yeah. at some point. Um, this was, I think, kind of like a, a very huge turning point in the match Yeah. Um, in terms of the crowd's engagement. Like, it just got... It, this this turned things up a notch. This took things to the next level. Um, no one was really sure. I think I think I was very confident that that was all part of the deal. There were a few um, friends of mine in the house that were like, he landed on top of his head. Like you can even see like the, the spot dead, on yeah. the divot in the in the, the ringside mat that like, there was, oh my god, is he gonna get up? I, like and and, and I, I remember at least in a few times during that sequence afterwards looking towards the front like to the up the ramp like are they bringing a, a stretcher out like yep. is this that's kind of all right th- all right this is he's okay he must be okay otherwise he would have been pulled out of there yep now what's about to start now is probably one of the first times that i was legitimately on the edge of my seat as far as this like he he sean might win this match and to me the brilliance of it happening as a count out, as you can see, Sean's begging Which the referee, very rare. begging the referee to count out the Undertaker. Get in the ring so you can make the count. And um, to me, that also like displayed even at the time. Like he just wants to win this however he can. You know what yeah. I mean? He doesn't need to pin him. He don't need to be disqualified. Submission. He if he can walk out as the winner in the record books, he's beaten the streak. Yeah, put that blemish on, and yeah, you know, he's got it. Call you know it a I mean? day. Yeah. So he's pleading with the ref, count him count him and the audience is like no don't count him you know what i mean but um you know the 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 drama in the longest 10 seconds of in pro wrestling history uh is what where you thought this might be the end of the streak is that or that it could be um again stretching things out less is more you know letting things breathe um, was perfect here. Granted, the guy landed on his head. I'm sure he's not sitting there taking his sweet ass time. No, but, God, um, no. But uh, it was just so well done. The crowd was on, hanging on every number on the way up. And the part here you'll see, and that was part one, when you're like, he gets up and falls back down. And you're like, oh my God, like, this is it. 
And then even here, he's right coming here to he's climb the apron, and not yet. He gets like, up. I think that's nine right he, there. It's, it's nine right nine. there. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Nine. And boom, rolls in at ten. At nine, and he falls back as he's hanging out on the apron. You're like, holy shit, this is he's gonna lose. Yeah. And then he gets in, and you're like, oh, thank God, like let's go, like let's get this back on the right path. Yeah. Um. And then you know. And you get to see the screens and stuff, and you can see a lot of these facials, and you can, because that's part of, you're not just watching the ring from 100 yards away, but now it's Shawn Michaels saying, like, he's kind of putting on that vicious edge to him. To, like, I gotta, I gotta end this. Yeah. I gotta end this. I gotta put him down. And an Undertaker, you know, every time in this, it, you know, almost every year in this era, he was, you know, rumored to be banged up, or I don't know if he can go, or... You know, there's always those rumors about him around this time, and The Undertaker should get an Academy Award for how well he sold in this match. Oh, and yeah. And it made Shawn Michaels look like a monster. <laughs> just, you know, from that spot to just all that stutter stepping and just that glazed look over his eyes. Like, why that man doesn't have an award for that, I don't know, but... That was the first moment right there. You kind of look at his face where he's like, you know, you, can, you can kind of, well, not only that, but like you can kind of see the, 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 the look of doubt on his face of like, what do I got to do to, you know, holy cow. Like I, I didn't put him down with that, you know, yeah. like, what do I got to do? Like, that was like the first time where you saw like even some doubt in Undertaker. Yeah. And then he figures, well, I can get the tombstone and this little exchange here goes to the super kick back to the, and then. Boom. And just those types of exchanges, that push-pull, that back-and-forth, and that quick time is, was just had people on the edge of their seat. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was a big deal. And, uh, you know, and, and again, you were gonna, you, you're around long enough to know, to see, all right, there's going to be a little break in between, and he's going to drag himself over, but how long it's going to take... You know, you're really thinking about every second of this match and how one second quicker or slower is going to make a difference. You really are. You are watching it like it's a real match. Oh, with um, this? Yeah, 100%. absolutely. You know, you may not have a rooting interest, but you're watching it like it's a real match. Yeah. And there were, you know, uh, at the time, um, uh, Jared, you know, our, our friend Jared. Yeah. Um, girl he was dating came over to watch and she you know she was nice she was a nice girl I mean, she wasn't the brightest but she was a nice girl and she wasn't a wrestling fan but even she was getting into this she was like oh my god like he should have been dead by then you know right like she she was she had a little investment into it even as a non-wrestling fan here we see now this setup was pretty cool too going for the last ride counter yep. sunset flip nope Counter again, kick to the gut, set up for the last ride. This is probably my favorite version of that move right there. Yeah. Oh, right there. Boom. Boom. He yanked him up so damn That could have been, if it ended like this, great match. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, that just little fucker, he had to do, like, he, Sean made him work for it just to get him to hit the yeah. move. And that's, you see it in his face, like, God damn it, like. I was barely able to pull the move off. I hit it. Jerry Lawler with the line is like, "Infreaking possible." Yeah. Like he was like he was even you could hear it in his voice too. Like he was like almost jumping out of it. it sounded like he was jumping out of his chair. That like Michaels kicked out of that. Yeah, and that was and again that is just that speaks to who the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels was. Yeah. Is like 
you know, he's just a defiant little fucker. That's just, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna get you, and he's gonna, and he's, and all the while he's gonna make sure he's gonna make you fight for it. And you know, he'll go down swinging. Um, yeah, that that was another big moment too. And the and and, and you could see just watching that the audience was, you know. Coming unglued. In. The audience yeah. was in. Oh, yeah. They were you know all I mean? in for it, yeah. Fuck all in. They were in. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were... They were... This was... Unfamiliar yeah. territory there for The Undertaker. Yeah. yeah. Top rope move. That elbow drop. But, um... Yeah, this was... Again, I just... You know, I know... You know, our good friend Dennis, you know, he, he definitely has high praise for this match. And, you know, and he's... I respect his opinion enough to say that, you know, he talks about how... You know, there's too much slow periods in this and, and, you know, that takes away from its greatness and that's fair. But to me, like, it, what did it, he pick as the MVP for this WrestleMania? I think he agreed with us. I think this was the one we all, one of the many we all agreed on. But I just think when we talked about this being the greatest match of all time, he had, he, that was his, his disagreement was the fact that it was, there was just too many of these breaks, these slow getting ups and these rest periods. And to me, that's. That's part of it. All right, not to cut you off yeah. here, I'm going to play the sound on this moment right here, this sequence, because this is probably my favorite part of the whole match. Mm. How do you feel it? Yes. <laughs> JR's like, I'm Ooh. not believing this. Right there. Yeah. yeah. That um, was that was that was my favorite part of the whole match. And that look on his face too, like that was like, oh my god. It, it was like, that was that was the that told the story of everybody in that crowd. I've never reacted in a way I've never reacted anyway the way I did watching that sequence take place. I think I remember, if, if I remember correctly, like, you know, we were all in the basement at, at, at mom and dad's house just kind of, you know, you know, oh, my God, holy cow. Like he, he kicked out of the tombstone. Like, you know, even like I said, Jared's girlfriend, she was just like, whoa, like she couldn't believe it. We were just like all, you know, going crazy. And I think you sent me a text that said, I can't hear myself think. I'm, st- I'm standing on my chair yeah, right now. I was I literally can't hear myself I had, I had hand, I, I was losing my voice. I had hands on my head, standing on my chair, and I wasn't the only one. I'm not rude. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What is going? How is this going to end?" Was yeah. what I kept saying out loud, and I, I could barely hear myself say that. How is this going to end? Oh, um, little tornado DDT there, and, countered by Michaels. Oh man, and like I said, the, the, to me, that's the greatest call in pro wrestling history. You know the. The, the cycle, the choke slams, last rides, and tombstones, a kick out. and a kick out, and a kick, kick out, out. Yeah. and a kick out. That, that's that's to me. That's that's the Giants I'm win the pennant. This. That's the Giants <laughs> winning the pennant in pro yeah. wrestling. It just it it spoke. That's to better sh- than Good God Almighty. He's been broken. Hundred percent. Really. Hundred percent. You I, think that's better than the call from? Hundred percent. Wow. That is, you know, like that's 
That's the more popular one. That's that's the more cool one. The more memorable one. This yeah. one is this is this is you know when people say the greatest match ever, it's the greatest match ever because it's the greatest story ever, and that's the story. Yeah. Uh, that's the story that develops on top of the story that brought us there. You know what's you know what and I, the, this is one of my favorite lines that he mentions here in this spot is you know just the punishment he's put himself through to get here, and Shaw Mike or, or J- Jim Ross says. It's 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 who he is. It's he's Mr. WrestleMania. It's the I, I get chills thinking about it when he says it's the quality that he has had since the day I lays, laid eyes on him. That's a good line. And that to me is like a very personal personal thing to say that makes Jim Ross amazing. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. That's you know what I mean. Gordon Soley isn't going to say something like that. No. And that's that's the emotion that Jim Ross felt unsolicited, unproduced based on what the two of these guys are doing in the ring. And he was... I, there was no part of Jim Ross that was being told to say that. That's how he truly feels about those guys in the ring. And that was just such a very, like... Um, very, like... It struck a chord with me having watched that back afterwards. It, that that line. Yeah. And then, yeah, getting back here, another... another you know, he's winding up. He's tuning up to, to really strike down here. Um... Again, now it's just it's just desperation at this point. Yeah. For Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker is just not much like left drunk, in the tank. It's like the drunk at the bar. Just give me a minute. Just Boom. give me a minute. Yeah. And you know, punch it, drunk down. You know, you've you've brought up a lot of great lines and commentary from this match. To, to the best of my recollection, you know, when I go to <clears throat> when I've gone to a big event like a WrestleMania. Um, and I've watched it live and in person, then I go back and watch it, whether it's on DVD or on the WWE Network, I've never really been able to pick up as many great lines from certain matches. Maybe with the one exception, probably during the the end of an era, Hell in the Cell, that Undertaker had with Triple H a couple of years after this um, at the WrestleMania in Miami. But this is probably the only match that I could think of that you are almost as excited watching this yeah. back and the commentary and you weren't and you were there live so you obviously couldn't hear the commentary at the time when you watched this but you were almost as, as excited to watch this with the commentary as you were sitting in the arena watching it then and I think again that speaks to the commentators conveying the feel of the room the the, the they're, 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 they're the pulse of the universe and they've took and he had Jim Ross particularly took it at 110 percent accurate. You know, yeah. he, he he was speaking for all of us with every moment. Again, going back to the Undertaker's face after kicking out of the tombstone. You know, just the the you know the the the, the, the dissection of Shawn Michaels of the you know dissection of the Undertaker. Everything from 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 start to finish, he is on the ride with us, and he is our voice for this match. Which is going back to what you said. This is why this is probably the last great call of a of a big time wrestling match that we've you know that we've seen yeah because as he's you know i've seen the match so many times i know what he's what these guys are saying almost at these exact moments and that's what brings me back to where i am where to the point where i'm like ready to jump out of this chair because i'm so excited watching this yeah and again just trying to get another tombstone in because again you just feel like that's how it's gonna end (sighs) But at the same time, you have no idea. Like, how many how many tombstones could he kick out of? Look at those chops. Look at his chest. 
Look at that. Yeah, and like I said, he's, he's just lacing him. He's up. just punch drunk. Yeah. Oh. Kick by Michaels to Undertaker in the corner. And I want to say that first tombstone too. Like I think I might have even said it shortly after. Like if it, the match had ended that way, that would have been awesome. Skinning the cat, and he tombstones him, ends it. To me, it's still the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Yeah, you I, know, I, I can't argue that. But like, from that point on, it's now the greatest match of all time because they kept it going. And oh yeah, and you knew it's the finish right yeah, here. Yeah, you knew even watching on the screens, like okay, like this is all right. This has got to be it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And at the it's same the way time, they set it like, up. I was like, hopefully not. Oh yeah, exactly. You here don't we want go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna unmute this. Oh, mm. Another line that JR is going to deliver. Yeah, Hopefully that's they catch exactly it. Exactly why I'm muted. Which is this. the cherry on top for the whole story, the whole presentation. can we say what else can we say putting this match over and how great it is you know i had to unmute the comp you know so we yeah can hear the we had to like, like break the fourth wall of the watch along yeah <laughs> Which, so they you could know, hear I'm, the commentary i'm glad we did and actually i did that with dennis on the uh, the sting triple h watch along when the nwo came out because i wanted to hear that pop yeah because that pop was like one of my favorite moments of that wrestlemania but um yeah the this is. I'll. I'll go back and watch this before WrestleMania again. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, sound I on. Too. Yeah, I will too for sure. Um, 
But like I said, I watch this match and I'm not having a good day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how much I love this. Yeah, no, this is, like I said, and this is the WrestleMania where I'm like, I kick myself like, God damn, I should have went just because of this, this match right here. Um, and to me, when people talk about the quality of this show overall, I almost get defensive because I'm like, do you know what was on this card? Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, this match made the show. I don't care that the rest of it was the way you didn't like it or whatever, yeah. you know, or it could have been better or worse. To me, this was... A very, an ex because I walked out of WrestleMania blown away and yet, yes it was because of that match and not much else but holy cow yeah um, and that's that's how that's how impactful that match is you know man like I said the greatest story ever told for sure absolutely um, yeah. well this has been a lot of fun going back down memory lane as uh, as you get set to uh, to embark on your journey to uh, WrestleMania 35, like I said, when this podcast drops, which will be uh, today, Sunday, April the 7th, 2019. Uh, you will already have been in uh, you know MetLife Stadium or entering MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. But I uh, thank you for, uh, for, for joining me here to go back down memory lane on, in my opinion, the greatest match in all of wrestling history. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo the words of Jim Ross. An absolute honor to to be able to be in attendance and to now actually call this match and watch it again. And it always is because, you know, it's a special match to me. For sure. Yeah, same here, same here. All right, thank you all so very much for tuning in to this special watch party bonus show as we watched Undertaker and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Check out more exclusive bonus content on our Kicking Out of 2 Facebook and Twitter as well as SoundCloud.com and Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network over on Podbean. We got Kicking Out of 2, we got Marking Out the Days, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Hulkamania is Dead, The Running, and so many more great shows that are a part of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network family. You can find all that right now available right now over at Podbean. And with that being said, enjoy Wrestlemania, everyone, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>